Hey, how's it going? It's Robin Smith, and it's time for the Robin Smith Show for Sunday, September 17th, 2023. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. If you're new here, uh, I'm just a schmo who likes to ramble. And um, that's kind of true, but I'm more than a schmo. Um, I'm just your garden variety psychotherapist and um, struggling musician, struggling podcaster, struggling group practice owner, struggling fish tank owner. <laughs> There's a lot of struggles here. We got to count our blessings, though. You know, um, if you watch the news, you watch all the catastrophe that's happening around the world. And here I am, you know, blabbering away about my struggles. But I do have to say, um, if you are, a, if you are, a, whether you're new or a longtime listener, welcome. And if you know anything about fish tank care, please, please write the show at robinsmithshow at gmail.com or call the hotline 301-458-0883 because I need help. I know I have the internet at my fingertips, but I'm, I, the, we, we've been, I think we've had this fish tank for like, I don't know, three or four weeks, three weeks now, maybe. Um, so it's not a mature environment. It's not a mature tank. And we're taking care of Molly's and one, uh, red velvet cupcake. No, what is it called? Like a red sword tail. I think that's what it's called. I didn't even realize like we were, we were counseled at Petco. Okay. About like what we needed to do before we got the fish. But God bless our daughter who likes shiny things. She saw the the uh, the bubbler aquarium ornament, like this treasure chest thing. And I was like, okay, all right, we'll get it. We didn't even get it upon the initial purchase because, you know, like the first, this thing keeps adding up. You get the tank and the stand and the filter and the, the you have to feed these fish. I mean, these fish these days need food. I don't know. It keeps adding up though, like uh, the bubbler, you know. where am I going with this? My point is we got the, uh, we got the Charlie was like that. Those gems are pretty (laughs) I'm like, okay, we'll get, we'll get the ornament, but like we got to cut it off here. Cause like this bill's getting out of control anyway. So we got the, the sunken treasure chest and it's been in, in the habitat for several weeks, but it's a bubbler without like the actual, you know, tubing and motor and stuff. And so I finally got that set up and I plugged it in. Um, actually I bought it and then I was like, I was reading the instructions. It was like, you need a check valve if you're not going to have the bubbler above the fish tank water level. And I was like, what? They didn't tell me this at the store. So I still couldn't set it up. Anyway, I got my check valve. I'll skip the technical boring details, but I, I plug it in and, uh, yeah, uh, it starts to make, you know, starts to make noise. And I'm like, am I ruining their like serene habitat with all this noise pollution? Then I come to find out Molly's, uh, and sword tails like need a lot of oxygen. So the bubbler agitates the water and helps produce oxygen. They're like, they'll live this long. If you don't, you don't really need a bubbler. There's a bunch of shit talk on Reddit. They're like, Oh, bubblers are useless. Or, you know, you know, those places, Cora, everyone has their opinions, but like the, what I've come to find out is that the fish that we have, need high oxygen levels and it wasn't on my radar and the dude who counseled us and what we needed to get didn't say anything about this so god bless my daughter and her instinct to be attracted to shiny things like we got the bubbler and now now these band of brothers um hopefully are going to enjoy more oxygen rich water i don't know i do have to do a water change so i'm gonna um where are we on i mean i just got started here jesus um 
I am gonna have to go soon. I, I you know what actually? Um let's let's split this up here. Uh let me share a track. I there's no guest today. Um, if this is your first time tuning in, a lot of episodes I do have guests. Uh this is a solo episode and I more or less always share music on solo tracks or solo uh, eps. So this track that I want to share is from my buddy Jason Cohen. I'm late to the party. He released a new album in June of this year. Um, his project Collapser. I think I'm saying that right. I want to get him on to talk about it. Um, the debut album Parallel Destinies. Uh, yeah, came out and um, yeah, dude, he, he's been... I know Jason from, I mean, we went to high school together, but um, the band Vinny Vegas, he and uh, Scott Siskind came on the show like in the first year of doing the podcast. They're episode 15. Um, so if you want to hear them talk, <coughs> excuse me, or hear Jason, uh, you can go to listen to that. But I, here, without further delay, this, um, this track is called Make Your Ideas Become Reality. Enjoy. make your ideas become reality.
Heck yeah. Jason Cohen. Uh, check out uh, Collapser's whole album, Parallel Destinies. Um, there's, we'll throw up a link in the show notes. And um, yeah, man. Really proud of him. All the work. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he, I don't know if he wants me to tell you about all of his projects. I know sometimes when I talk to musicians, I think I posted something, this was years ago, posted something on Facebook. Um, and um, a musician who will not be named was like, hey, man, uh, could you take that down? I kind of don't want people to know about, <laughs> to know about that project or like that work. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's funny. Like when you're developing your skill, um, the, sometimes the early shit is not, you're not proud of it. You know, it doesn't look too, it doesn't sound pretty. It's not polished, but um, I don't know. I look at this episode, or I'm not episode, look at this podcast for, for an example. I feel like, I feel like the first five years of this podcast is going to be me being like, oh man, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have released any of that, you know? Um, but anyway, I, I want to get Jason on. Maybe, maybe when I have just him on, uh, we could talk about his, his whole career as a, a musician, a creator, drum instructor, performer, all around badass. But yeah, go check out Collapser's uh, whole album. Um, and yeah, what else uh, here? Oh yeah. I, um, I can't remember. I, I fucked up on last week's episode, the Julio Caruana's episode. Um, I left in the Renfest music in post-production apparently. So apologies about that. Um, I got to count my, count my, uh, hold on. Okay. You know, when I'm recording these, uh, I really want to record this stuff when the girls are at school and not on the weekend. And every now and then I'll just like hear a little chaos. And if you hear me pause, I'm like, is that, is that chaos happening? Um, dude, I have to tell you, uh, the couple weeks ago there was this, I, I had the rare opportunity to do a lot of like housework and yard work over the weekend. Usually I'm, I'm like catching up on other stuff. I mean, I, I do housework. What am I trying to say? I, I had a clear, like, unconscious focus. I was just, like, blindly, like, oh, what do I want to do? Let, let me clean up the plants that have been in the driveway forever and ever. There's, like, potted plants and stuff. And um, got those out of the way, got those recycled. And then I was like, uh, should I mow the lawn or clear out these old paint cans? Uh, I've been holding on to uh, paint cans from the office in down in downtown Bethesda where my practice is when we like had the build out and chose the colors for our treatment rooms and everything. And, uh, you know, you, you can't keep paint in a garage. You can't do it. Okay. Uh, Sean Cottrell, you worked at Sherwin Williams. You, you should have told me I'm an, I'm a numb nut. Uh, I, I should have known this. Um, uh, listeners have no idea what I'm talking about. If I, uh, paint cans that stay in a garage are exposed to extreme heat and that, fucks up their chemistry or whatever. So I, I was like holding on to them in case like, you know, there's a scuff on the wall or something happens and you have to touch it up and instead of having to buy paint, you know, you just go get the paint. But anyway, get rid of these paint cans. I didn't realize it, but what I was doing was unconsciously cooperating with myself to create a parking space. We live in a home with a two car garage and I haven't been able to park my, my car in the garage for, feels like years. Um, and so when I realized that I was like, Oh, I got the shit out of the way on the driveway. Oh, I, I made enough room. I went to the dump and took, you know, the paint cans out and I was like, Oh man, I, 
if I reorganize and use the shelf space correctly, I can actually park my 2007 Honda Accord in the space, um, which I'm now able to do. It's amazing. It's, it's, it, it's a game changer. Like, and, and I didn't, and it, I didn't set out though on the weekend to be like, I want a garage space back. I just like did these random things and then it all sort of coalesced together. And to me, that's evidence enough of unconscious cooperation between the little parts inside of us that are all working together. Um, pause, hold please. Okay. All right. Um, yes, apparently I have four daughters. Uh, those are my girls being like, you have four daughters. Two of us are sick, but, but two of us are healthy. <laughs> like, I love pretend man. I love playing with them. There's nothing better than going into imagination land. Do y'all, are you all familiar with the, you know, the episode of South park, uh, where they go to imagination land. If you're not, it's great. If you are, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but the, the, imagine, where, 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 where was I? Um, I was talking about parts, unconscious parts cooperating, dude, your imagination is like the, uh, ground upon which your untimely death will happen. No, upon which you will heal upon which you will heal. This is like, this is the place where healing happens. You know, uh, my day job, I'm a psychotherapist. So I'm sitting in people's, I'm sitting in session with folks and who are carrying a lot of burdens and they're suffering and the way that they channel all that nasty shit out of their system is through what is termed active imagination. It, and, and you might be thinking like, dude, imagination means it's not real. And it's like, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. Dude, talk to JK Rowling about imagination not being real. If she didn't have her imagination, she wouldn't be the richest goddamn woman in the whole world. Like imagination's real. This is why, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to make my points here. I'll, I'll ramble about it on another episode, but I love make believe and playing with the girls. There's nothing better than that. What was I talking about? Okay. Garage space. Um, actually let me, let me pivot here. Hard pivot to 101 Dalmatians. We, this is, you know, family movie night is every Friday and we're watching 101 Dalmatians and the girls love it. Um, but it brings up a point that I was speaking about with uh, former guest of the show, Rich Del Grande, we were talking about Disney villains. I believe he and I were talking about Jafar. We might have talked about Scar or other Disney villains. But, you know, 101 Dalmatians. You all know who the villain is. Say it with me. Cruella DeVille. Um, you know, these villains, they all, have, uh, they all have common traits. You know, these girls watch Barbie movies. All the Barbie movies are like, are these, not the recent ones, like the, you know, kid, the ones for kids, the animated Barbie movies. And they're like... The evil so-and-so, watch as they do this. It's, it's always a, the hero's journey and the battle between good and evil. And evil always has these common traits. Um, you know, they, they, they don't look healthy, you know? And that's because, in my view, the evil that's actually inside of the body takes its toll on the body, right? Like pale skin or uh, not getting enough sunlight or malnourished, like underweight, not getting enough nutrition, um, you know, impulsive, uh, aggressive, no conscience for or empathy. Um, I look at all these villains and I'm like, dude, they they all need healing. Of course, I'm, I'm my viewpoint is the white mage in the scenario, right? The healer. I'm like, these villains are at bottom, at their core, good beings who are possessed by evil entities, and that's why they're fucking driving, you know, going to make a puppy coat, a Dalmatian coat out of puppies. 
Um, by the way, who's more evil in this scenario? Cruella DeVille, who's like hired the henchmen or the henchmen who are the ones that actually like are going to do the dirty work. Who's more evil? What do you think? Is there a, like they're, they're both evil. Is it, is it the one who ordered? Is it the hitman or the, I mean, is it the guy who orders the hit or is it the hitman? I mean, why are we splitting hairs here? I guess you could ask. Um, you might say like, oh, the, the hierarchy is the boss is the most evil. I guess, you know, I don't know. It's a question. It's a question I should have someone on who specializes in evil. Someone who nerds out in philosophy, has read way more than I have, and we can talk about it um, rather than me just throwing these questions rhetorically to you all as listeners. Um, okay, uh, where are we here? I know that the... Uh, I don't know if I said this before. I gotta go do. The, I gotta go do a water change. I did a back to fish. I did. I did the um, the water testing, and the nitrate nitrate levels are high, which means we we either have too many fish. We only have five fish in a ten gallon tank. Again, we were counseled at Petco. I was told that was okay. I wanted to be a responsible fish owner, caregiver. They're fish family, man, and uh, so I got to do a water change. Uh, but I, yeah, I did the, the water test and it turns out our nitrate and nitrate levels are high, which, which means either too many fish, as I said, or we're overfeeding them, which is apparently, you know, the most common, you know, rookie mistake. Um, I just, I don't know, like you can't, it's such little, it's such a little amount. I know they're little, I get it. They're little, but like once a day, you know, with little bellies, like when you have a baby, the baby's feeding all the time. Like little kids, that's why that's why that's why you're supposed to bring snacks when you go to the grocery store. These, you know, we we went to the grocery store on Saturday. What's today? Sunday. Yeah, we were at the grocery store for like three hours. You know, um, I had to split it up by like getting lunch at the grocery store. And it's like you, you know, it, there's it's meltdown time if you're <laughs> the bellies aren't fed. My point is, the smaller the belly, the more frequently you need to be eating. Right? I don't know why I'm projecting human dynamics into fish nutrition. I don't know. Um, the Commanders, hey, hey, as a former Washington Redskins fan, um, and now the not the Washington football team, but the Commanders, Dudders, they're playing the Broncos today, 425. By the time this comes out, they'll have already, what do you think, won or lost? I'm going to go, they'll have beaten the Broncos. I have no idea what the records are. Are the Broncos good this season? I don't know. I don't have time to pay attention to it. All I know is that I'm holding on to the fact that right now my commanders are undefeated. How long <laughs> how long will it stay this way? Let's go on um let's be hopeful and say that it's going to be 2 and 0 after today. Let's go commanders. Um You know what? I think I have to save my theory on aliens and AI for another time. Should I tell you all about this? Or should I leave you with another track? I think I'm going to tell you about... All right, let me... I can't tease you. All right, here's the deal. You all have been paying attention to the news and the aliens. I want to get Joe Egan on. Uh, he, the last time aliens came up in the news cycle, I was talking to him about it. Actually, I think, I, I think he did talk. I did, I did ask him on the podcast, but I want to get him back on. He hasn't been on since, the, since his, first, his first appearance. But the alien news stories are, you know, it's weird when I open up my iPhone in the morning and the Washington Post app 
you know, gives you that like top seven news stories and it's like Elon Musk or, you know, wildfires or floods, aliens. <laughs> it's like, oh, aliens is one of the key words in mainstream journalistic um, headlines. Here's my here's my theory. OK, it's is I don't I don't think it's. I don't know who else has this theory. I believe it's novel. So if it's not, please tell me. Um, people, you know, they propose different uh, theories about what the aliens are. Um, so perhaps you've heard of the, like the, you know, Prometheus, the movie Prometheus makes the claim or makes, you know, one offered perspective is that human beings are seeded, spoiler alert, um, seeded on earth from, um, our ancestors. So the aliens are actually just us, not from the future, but from the past. Like they're, they're us from a long time ago and they, you know, they, uh, evolved. And so they come and watch over us. You know, when you think about aliens, you could think, oh, are they malevolent? Are they benevolent? So one theory is, okay, well, aliens are benevolent and they're, they're showing up and they might want to, you know, take care of us. Cause there's, you know, they're seeing nuclear bombs, they're seeing climate change happen and they're now they need to show up and, you know, make sure that we don't turn earth into Venus and we don't have like a runaway greenhouse gas effect. Um, another theory is that they're indifferent and, you know, they've been showing up throughout all of human history and, uh, it's not, they're not eat, they're not mean or kind. They're just, you know, they're just like, uh, humans with ants they're like oh you is there an ant in my house let me just kill it like otherwise i don't care about ants like they just they they're there um here's my i'll cut to the chase here's my theory so it's like a little bit of a spin on the benevolent ancestor who's like coming to look out for us what what if what if the reason why the aliens are seeing us are, are kind of um it's more in the let me back up a little bit. Is it the case that the aliens have always been here and the only reason that like the New York Times or the Washington Post are talking about it more is because the we we know more, we as a species know more about them and there's and technology has gotten to the point where, you know, pilots are seeing these things our, our our technology has advanced where it's now kind of like undeniable and inevitable that it's just going to, you know, we're going to experience them more. So we might as well kind of come out of the closet. We as a government or we as the top officials, because there's definitely a recovered craft program with China, with Russia, the U S like you have, it's not like, it's not like aliens only crash in the, in U S territory. There there's, there's crash stories all over the place, but the thinking is that the government wants to get the recovered craft and kind of reverse engineer the technology because everything is always about competing with our, you know, our enemies because we're goddamn fucking homo sapiens and we're paranoid about, you know, the other people like Oppenheimer, right? Like the, I know I'm kind of free associating here riffing, but uh, the whole thing is like, we want to demonstrate that we reached nuclear. We, you know, our scientists at Los Alamos, we, harvested the greatest minds and we beat you like the space race. We, we beat you to that. It's all about technology. It's all about arms and um, military superiority. Right. And so the recovered alien craft is, Hey, we want to reverse engineer these things so that we can stay ahead of the Russians or the Chinese. But what if, 
God, I know that's a lot. I'm sorry. But what if, <laughs> what if the, the aliens are actually AI? AI, um, who, who knows who created the AI? I'm not, I have no, you know, you could have an infinite regress where it's like, well, who, you know, who created the AI? I mean, I don't have a theory about that. I'm just saying if the aliens are AI and they are the reason why they're showing up more now is because they actually do pay attention to us and they are now aware that uh we have we're we're now on the brink basically like like, like the, the the printing press the gutenberg revolution of the printing press we're now at another gutenberg revolution with ai and we're on the precipice of it and the aliens are like hey it's it's like a little spin off the prometheus thing it's the aliens actually planted life here any kind of life whether they planted humans or whatever they 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 started earth was a great place for these conditions they planted life and they run and they ran an experiment to say how long will it take for biological life to give rise to synthetic life with the technology of interplanetary travel so in other words if we do an experiment how long will it take for our experiment to produce the outcome of interstellar um like panspermia, but with AI, not with biologics. Now, I don't know if you can follow me, God bless you. But that's my, I, 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 I'm not saying that that's what I truly think. I'm saying that's one other way of making sense of this or trying to guess as what, you know, what are these beings? Um, and in this case, it would be, you know, not necessarily benevolent or malevolent. It's just like, it's just like for the sake of for the sake of knowledge, you know. It's like now you can make them malevolent and say, okay. And what happens when that experiment? You know, they're like, okay, we have you know a hundred different planets that we're running this experiment on, and Earth is the next one to get AI out of the atmosphere. Okay, and now that they did that, we want to shut the project down. Now we're going to come and blast everyone to pieces. You know, it's like that's malevolent, right? I'm not suggesting that. I'm just, I don't know. And it's also my theory could be a whole projection about myself and thinking about wanting to run experiments and collect data and get more knowledge about how things work. I don't know. Um, but that's it. That's my theory on aliens and AI. And if you were able to follow that, then you have won the gold medal for um, psychotic adjacent because I'm goddamn crazy. Okay. All right. That's the show. That's the podcast. 28 minutes. Jesus. All right, let's go, Commanders. Uh, thanks for listening. I will, I'll see you all next time. The Robin Smith Show is produced by me, Robin Smith. Executive produced by Robin and Kelly Glenn Smith at Team Robley. Theme song by The Very Small. The show is engineered by one of my alters, Games Nabisco. Listeners can get in touch by calling or texting the hotline at 301-458-0883. Messages can be sent to robinsmithshow at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Disclaimer, this podcast is for general information purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, psychotherapy, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. Note, no therapist-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information is at the listener's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment. Listeners should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they have 
and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Mm-hmm.